This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hi, everybody, and welcome into our podcast, which again is presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. And good day, good Tuesday for you from Lewisburg, West Virginia. I'm in my hotel room, as a matter of fact, as the Saints have an off day today. No practice today. Guys are getting treatment and whatnot, and they'll be back to the practice field tomorrow, the last practice here at the Greenbrier in West Virginia before continuing training camp on Thursday in Houston. More on that in, uh, in just a bit. Uh, certainly, uh, I think everybody is is uh, dialed in to what still has to be done this week and especially here. But, uh, for example, I just got done here in my hotel room uh, packing everything up to uh, head to Houston. Some of it's going back to New Orleans on the equipment trucks, but it's amazing how much stuff is involved in uh, three weeks of camp up here in West Virginia. I can overpack with the best of them, uh, and I've proven that again here (laughs) this year. But uh, we've got a great show for you today. I'll tell you about those visits in a moment. Uh, certainly want to pass along my thoughts as well to everyone who is suffering so much right now in southeast Louisiana with all the flooding. It, it saddens me quite a bit that this training camp here in West Virginia started with a full day of assisting flood victims in West Virginia. And now as we're getting set to leave, you know, we have so much pain, suffering, and, and devastation back in Louisiana again. And I know the Saints are eager to get back and help in some way, some way, uh, of course, for the folks back home when we arrive uh, next week on Sunday, to be exact. But, uh, yeah, that's that's been a strange thought in my head today as, as to how this training camp started and uh, where things are now with regard to people in Louisiana. So packing done, those thoughts certainly on my mind more than anything else and uh, eager to see the Saints back on the practice field one more time here before moving training camp down to Houston, Texas. Two great guests for you today. We're going to spend some time on the defense, and we'll do so with, uh, I think, two engaging guests. One is Aaron Glenn, the defensive secondary coach for the New Orleans Saints. You know, he played with the Saints back in 2008 under Sean Payton, and now he is a member of the staff, and boy, what an addition he's been. So Aaron Glenn today to talk about the Saints secondary, and uh, his new role in that process, and a few other things too. I don't allow them to to slow down development. I don't allow them to make excuses. I don't allow them to think it's okay to let things happen as far as catching balls, as far as busting coverage. It's not okay. And I let them understand how important it is, how important it is to the whole defense as a whole, that they study, that they make sure they compete, and they understand the total scheme of the defense. And then we'll stay on the defensive side of the football and speak to new linebacker Craig Robertson. New to the Saints, not new to the NFL. Robertson has spent the first part of his career with the Cleveland Browns. He's originally from Texas and has a great story about his journey from high school to North Texas to then the NFL. There's a lot to talk about Craig Robertson, a guy that's really added something to the linebacking core. To be opposite a guy like Drew Brees, a guy that's smart and instinctive and you know, been around the guys here for a long time, and you're able to see 
kind of, you know, ask him what he sees and see what we can do better as a defense and me personally as a linebacker. So it's, you know, that's probably one of the most things I'm pleased about. All right, so there's the lineup for today. Again, the Saints off today, but we're not. The Black and Blue Report with our two guests rolls on in just a moment. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. We call it No Appointment Radio. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. The Orleans Saints secondary coach, Aaron Glenn's our guest. We've been talking about him quite a bit, but he joins us for the first time here on Black and Blue Report. First of all, um, nice to make your acquaintance, sir. Well, I hope the talk's been good. <laughs> the talk has been good because, because I think we've enjoyed watching you work, and, and I think that we've watched um, a, a somewhat young, group that you're working with here very. take some steps you say very how young very. is young um the other day i had a chance to look out you know and, and and just look at the guys that was out in the field and to see that we had what three free agents rookie free agents out there playing and yeah. um our rookie free agent safety <laughs> so um i mean it, it, it's good though i tell you what these uh these men they, they love to work which is a good sign they love to compete which is a good sign and and they want it all gonna get better they want to get better, and that's that's what's uh, that's what makes it fun to coach these guys. You have a reputation of making guys better, and I know that you worked with veterans in Cleveland, and then you worked with a Cleveland group that had some injury issues as well. When when you're looking back now at that and how you're using it here, I don't want to say what's the secret, but what's your process in that? You know what? I, I think the first thing is I can relate to what these guys go through. I get it. I understand it. But I don't allow them to – to slow down development. Okay. I don't allow them to make excuses. I don't allow them to think it's okay to let things happen as far as catching balls, as far as busting coverage. It's not okay. And um, and I let them understand how important it is, how important it is to the whole defense as a whole that they, that they study, that they make sure they compete, and they understand the total scheme of the defense. And also they know what everybody's doing, so then they know where their help's at, and they can, uh, they can play a lot better. So who do you relate more to, the guys – that are veterans that, like yourself, had a, a nice long career or a guy like a Ken Crawley or a Devontae Harris who's fighting for their football lives right now? All of them because I've been around all of them. You know, it doesn't matter who it is. It could be a rookie free agent. It could be a third-round pick. It could be a first-round pick. It could be a seven-round pick. It doesn't matter. Um, I think I relate to those guys really, really well. And not just just guys in general. That's on the team. I talked to a lot of those guys on the, from the D-line to the linebacker. So 
Um, the good thing about the guys we have here is, I mean, Coach Sean Payne does a good job of, of telling them what his vision is and what his expectation is. And a lot of those expectations, we got to make sure we go out there and demand of those guys. And those guys do a good job responding. All right, this point in camp, what are, what are guys like Crowley and Harris and Pruitt and, and those guys, what are they struggling with more than anything else? Um, I would say the consistency of um, continuing to know what to do as the, as the book gets, as the volume increases as far as scheme and things like that. Okay. But and that's one thing that I would pick out um, because they do a dang good job of that. But if it was something I would pick out, that will be the thing. Because I'll tell you what, when you talk about competing, that's never lost the issue with these guys, and that's always the best sign. We can get the other side, the other stuff down, but these guys are competitive, and they want the ball, and they, they go out there and they play like they want the ball. Yeah. So there's a connection between you and Harris. Is it is it strictly just because you're both Aggies? Is that is that why, Coach? Well, I think that's the first connection, yeah. and I think the other connection is I, I like to see competitive players play, and he is definitely that. And it gets me fired up. Now, I know I get animated a lot with these guys, but I think yeah. they like it because they yeah. talk about me on the sideline and uh, when I'm over there with those guys. But I like to, I like to enjoy it. I like to celebrate with those guys because this, this game is about passion. This game is about enjoying what you do. And, man, I enjoy being a coach. I really do. There's nothing else in the world I would rather do besides play but coach. Yeah. You're biased. I'm biased. I work for the Saints too. So I'm looking at a guy like Crowley or I'm looking at a guy like Harris, and I'm thinking, wow, here we go. How, we found another one, you know, you and, and and I don't want to, for for lack or for at the risk of being disrespectful, I don't want to get fooled here. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Here, here's the thing that these guys here understand that you just can't be a practice player. You got to take everything we do in the drills, take it to seven on seven. Everything we do in the seven seven, you take the team. Everything you do in team, then you take it on Sunday when the days we start playing yeah. or whatever Saturday or Thursday, the days we play, and they have a good understanding of that. And I tell you what, you got to give our scouts uh, uh, what they've done a heck of a job of going to identify these people, Jeff Ireland and those guys, and bringing them to us, then allowing us to get a chance to coach these guys. You're asking P.J. Williams to do a lot, uh, you know, for a guy that spent his whole rookie year on the shelf, basically. What did you find when you got a hold of him, and, and what have you learned since? Challenge him. Challenge him, and don't let him take a day off. There's no days off in what he's doing. As a secondary, as a safety, as a corner, as a nickel, there's no days off, and he understands that. And he know if he does, if he don't, he get kicked in the butt a little bit. <laughs> and but the thing, that's a good thing. But I tell you what, that kid is a challenging. He wants to make plays. You can see the play he made on the ball. I mean, he's gonna make some mistakes just like all the guys do, yeah. you know. But I tell you what, he is challenging his butt off, and that's a good thing. I get asked this countless times, and I know why because Saints fans have watched the defense struggle the last couple of seasons. So they always say, oh, "Is that defense better?" You know. And, and I think I have the answer, but I'd love to hear your answer. Well, put it like this. We're going to compete. And then wherever the chips fall, they fall. And that's the one thing that, that they're going to know about this defense is we're going to compete. Mm-hmm. Does it mean anything else, uh, the fact that you actually played in this uniform at one point? It means a lot because I played with Coach Payton, who I have a ton of respect for. Um, no doubt about it in my mind, one of the best coaches I've ever been a part of and been with. Um, an awesome D coordinator who I know, and I'm not being biased about that because I know I played with him in right. college. But just to hear him get up there and talk and, and his understanding and knowledge of defense has been a big help to me because it helps me grow as a coach. Right. Um, and then being able to – I strapped on this black and gold before, so mm-hmm. I do have love for him. And then my home is Rapp Street in Houston, so absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of Houston, boy, you know, I, I know for a couple of guys it's a bit of a homecoming. As you mentioned, you have ties there. The importance of that second preseason game – um, can you help me if 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 I'm to 
if I'm to put a star next to each of the preseason games on why that particular moment in time is special, what is it about preseason game two? Well, I'm going to put a star by this one because if you look at that receiving core, this is a chance for us. I mean, I mean, our receiving core is outstanding, but when you get, you get a chance to go against someone else, that receiving core, I mean, they have one of the top receivers in the in, in, in National Football League in Hopkins. They had two good draft picks. They had a second rounder last year from Arizona State. I mean, this is a chance for us to get challenged now. So these guys understand that, and I'm going to continue to harp on that. You want to know how good you are? Let's see what's going to happen against these guys. That's what's going to tell the tale. How good are we when we challenge these guys? And they know that. Yep. Here's a great week. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, you see, I'm getting passionate, getting excited know, about it right now. That's just that's who I am. That's my just DNA. The practice field, and you could go probably do it again, all over. Again. Absolutely, I love doing what I do, man. You might be one of the best athletes on this coaching staff. That's what we determined earlier today. Really? Yes. Would you be willing to back that up? You think? How would I back it up? I, well, no. Just we were just having this, you know, during training camp, we have these conversations on the side watching you all work. Uh-huh. And the one today was. Boy, okay, off this coaching staff, who's the, probably the best all-around athlete? You know, throwing, catching, running, the whole nine <laughs> yards. Your name kept coming up, Aaron. Come on. Well, you know what? Here, here's what I, I, I do. I, I, I continue to do my workouts. Um, one thing that Coach Parcells always told me, never let the wheels fall off. So I don't let the wheels fall off. And then I go out there with the guys and catch punts with those guys. You know, so that, that helps me stay a little active. A little bit catching punts. That's a hard thing to do is go out there and just catch punts when you haven't done it in a while. Well, I, I, can, I can only imagine. Uh, by the way, if any of these guys started to – to, to put together an Aaron Glenn type of imitation yet? Uh, you I know, know they do. Yeah, you I know. know you know what? I know they do. Hey, Who's doing it? it? Who's leading that? Here's, I would say bro for one. Okay. Because bro is the silent assassin. That's what I call him. He sits back. He People think he's quiet, but no, he's not. Keenan Vaccaro, he's another silent assassin. He's sneaky on trying to talk about me. Uh, I know Roman Harper talks about He was my ex-teammate. Right. Um, who else would I say? PJ might get his jabs in. Um, but for a fact, I know Bro and Kenny Vaccaro. I know they have some type of imitation of me. I just know it. I know it. That's all right. You probably have one of them, too. I do. Yes. I do. And, That's and, okay. And what little I know about everything, I have a feeling that in the film room, you're the one who has the last word eventually. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. It's good to be coached, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. I- Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead. Even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Have a once-in-a-lifetime experience at a New Orleans Pelicans home game. Get up close and personal with seats that put your feet on the hardwood and sit you within arm's length of NBA superstars. Pelicans floor seats are now available and come with access to private hospitality during the game, plus invitations to exclusive team and premium events. 
It's the best way to experience NBA action. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com and score your seats today. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. We've talked a lot about the linebacking group and uh, and the new additions, and certainly one of the guys we've talked to or talked about quite a bit is Craig Robertson, who comes via the Cleveland Browns and uh, our first chance to visit. It's nice to meet you, sir. Nice to meet you. So far, so good. Yes, sir. What what's been what have you been most pleased about when you think about this training camp? Uh, just the ability to learn, uh, just to be opposite a guy like Drew Brees. You know, a guy that's, you know, smart and instinctive and, you know, been around the guys here for a long time. And you're able to see, kind of, you know, ask him what he sees and see what we can do better as a defense and me personally as a linebacker. So it's, you know, that's probably one of the most things I'm pleased about. I'm going to ask you about things that I think I know and things that I definitely don't know. (laughs) I think I know that you're really good at covering uh, guys going out for pass. Uh, Where did that come from and, uh, and what makes you special in that sense? Uh, honest, it came from high school. Uh, I played a little of everything. I went to a smaller school, so it was, you know, you you play a plethora of positions. You so. played like six different positions. Uh, more than that. More than that even. Yeah. So it was, you know, you play offense, defense, you kick, you, you do it, whatever you can do to help the team win. And so that's kind of where I get my drive from, just playing the game, because all I want to do is win. The uh, The ability to take that uh, experience and translate it into a new position. Uh, did it come naturally, or did it take some work? Uh, it it definitely took some work. Uh, definitely, I mean, I didn't really play middle linebacker until like my senior year of high school. So when I got to college, I was still I didn't play middle until my senior year. So it was I was always on the outside covering. So I kind of put that ability behind me because I had to learn everything in the box so you know it's just like riding a bike you know you know how to ride you just got you just got to work on it so it's you know it just all came together into one big piece here's what I didn't know I didn't know you were out of football for a short time your your career ends in North Texas and it wasn't just this immediate transition to the NFL Uh tell me the story uh so I was uh I was I got one call I got a call from Jacksonville Jaguars and they called me to see if they had the right number and, uh, you know, I, I always laugh at that now, you know, but then I was, I was like, oh, man, it's, it's my shot. And I, and I knew it was a lockout year. I knew stuff was going to be expedited. Everything was going to be fast and uh, nothing happened. So, I mean, I was I was never one to be down on myself. I was already pursuing my master's degree. So I, I always had a backup plan. And so all I had to do was finish my internship that I was doing at, uh, at Verizon. I was a health and wellness coordinator for Verizon. And... I did that. That's what I did. I mean, I, I taught Zuma classes, spin classes, uh, all different kind of classes. I trained a lot of the employees that, that worked at, uh, at Hidden Ridge, and, hey, that's just, that's just what I did. Craig, do you think that's, that, that has had an effect then on the way that you've conducted yourself as a pro football player? Definitely, because, I mean, it was, it was hard uh, 
you know, when you work late sometimes and you're watching preseason games and you see a lot of guys you played against, you're like, man, like, this dude has a shot and I'm, you know, sitting here at work. But, I mean, that's just who I am to this day. I, I never take a day for granted. And I tell a lot of guys, I tell the drafted guys, I'm like, hey, man, like, you got a dude that's undrafted, that's hungry, you know, was coming here right now and, and, and come to work. And so you just always, you know, put your best foot forward. And I tell the undrafted guy the same thing. Last thing, what did you bring with you from the Cleveland Browns that you're using now today with the Saints? Like an item? Just a way of doing things or something that you learned there that you, you said, I'm taking that with me. Oh, just, I mean, grit, to be honest. I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, you came in with nothing, and, and you know, you always got to act like every year is the same thing, you know, so you never get complacent. Every day is a grind. Every year is a grind. Every day is different. Great stuff. Thank you, sir. Thank you. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors, watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. The Pelican schedule has just been released, and 12 game plans are now on sale. 12 game packages, including the contender and weekend plans, are your tickets to see NBA All-Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, and more. Take in a couple of Pelicans games a month throughout the season for as low as $17 per game. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP and score your seats today. Follow us on Twitter at Black Blue Report. I hope that you enjoyed our Saints guest today on the Black and Blue Report. I know I did. And I look forward to tomorrow's show, which will be hosted by Daniel Sallerson. John DeShazer and I will offer a final practice recap here from the Greenbrier. We'll also hear from Kasima Dabali tomorrow, one of the dynamic pass rushers emerging in camp. He's now in his third season with the Saints and could possibly be a starter by the time the regular season rolls around. He'll visit with us tomorrow. Daniel will also touch on some Pelicans basketball. It's been a long time since we've heard from David Wesley. We'll do that on the Wednesday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Again, that's all yours tomorrow. The team will practice tomorrow here in West Virginia and then take a charter flight down to Houston for practice with the Texans on Thursday, Friday, and then preseason game number two from Houston on Saturday night and then home. Back to Metairie. Saints headquarters on Airline Drive. We can't wait to see you. There's no doubt about that. For all of us here with the Black and Blue Report and up at Saints Camp, I'm Sean Kelly, wishing you all the best on this rest of a Tuesday here from West Virginia. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com.
Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.